What's up? Merry Christmas and welcome to episode 48 of How Christmas Not to episode? Summon a Podcast. This, this is our Christmas, Christmas episode. This comes out on Christmas Day. Oh, well, what a fucking thing to come out on Christmas Day. <laughs> Prepare for panties, that's our gift. Prepare <laughs> for the undead. As always, I'm Sheeny Senpai and this week I am joined by Mr. I Swear She's 10,000 Years Old, Your Honor, Jim. Uh, they can't prove that in court. And the Summoning Boys resident, graveyard enthusiast, Grayson. <laughs> you almost fucked that up. What's up, Scooby Gang? And this week we are doing episode 7 to 12, plus the OVA of Is This a Zombie? So we start where we left off with episode seven. Episode seven, the opening bit of it introduces us very briefly to Yuki, who we did see before again very briefly, but we didn't realise how important they were going to be. She's stepping out of a ramen shop, if I remember rightly. And it cuts away from her and we see Ayamu, and he is being tutored by Harana. He asked for help on one problem. And then she started tutoring him about the universe? In the laws of space, time and physics, I believe, for yeah, a math so question. She said to understand the root of the question, you have to go back to the beginning of time. This is a very deep character, apparently, by the looks of Curran it. is intelligent. She just loves the sound of her own voice, what are you talking about? Yes. Yeah, no, she does. She does love the sound of her own voice. Instead of helping, though, you manages to help him instead. So she hands over his notebook which he's completed all of his homework for, Harana snatches it and says, no, I can do it better, and draws loads of pictures over it. And she says, these pictures make sense if you know what they mean. And she draws like animals. And One of them's a cat. Yes. For a math question. Yeah. Apparently they make sense. The answer is always pussy. 42. (laughs) 42. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, fuck off. Really? (laughs) Fuck off. Everyone's going to get it. Bring a towel. Fuck off. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Fucking bit of a toasty towel. lightsaber. Fuck off. No one cares. <laughs> Depressed robot. I'd love a toaster uh, lightsaber. Alan Rickman was amazing. Alan yeah, Rickman was. is always amazing. Yes. The toaster robot's a shit fucking <laughs> cock. You don't need a toaster robot when you've got one of those lightsaber toaster things. They were awesome. I'd have one of those, but I would probably cut off my own hand. Yeah, hand, that's what you'd cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I put that anywhere near that? It's not like, is this going to make it better? Because <laughs> you're going to shave your pubes with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then miss. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, kind of makes sense. But then wouldn't you just toast them? Call that smell. Burning Ooh, hair. Yeah. yeah, the burning not, hair's yeah, the problem. Not a great smell. Not the burning flesh. <laughs> so, after being taught, he ends up in his final exam at school, Aimu. And uh, he actually says that he found it really easy because for some reason, Harana's teachings worked 
and he took some information in from it. Was it just the magic that she used on the book? I don't know. Which made it smart. But then he pulls back the curtain, and Harana is, like, stuck to the window. Yeah. Spider-Man style. D- did we like the fact that he just shuts it again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has to, or else he'll just, like, dry up, won't he, from the sun? Well, he shuts it, then he pulls it back again, and she's still there. And she's like, hurry up, there's a megalo on the loose. And he's like, I'll shut the curtain again. <laughs> <laughs> and then doesn't he, like, shout at her? Yeah. In the middle of a test? Well, no, he goes, I'll meet you there. So she goes off. Then we get him trying to make his way to her, but by avoiding the sun at all costs. And he's trying to go through the marketplace and he's standing in the shadows. And then he tries to go across the bridge, doesn't he? This way he jumps in the river. Yes. Okay. Okay. He never manages to get like half. He gets like halfway across. And he he gets a phone call from the headmaster as well, that head teacher from the magical school. And she says, oh, I'm going to send something to you later on. Can you hold on to it for me? And he's like, yeah, I'll do that. Then he goes across the bridge and turns into a raisin and falls into the river. Wait, he jumps in, doesn't he? He's like, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> this lad lives with these fucking bunch of girls. He's constantly a raisin. <laughs> if they'd allow him to be, he would be. <laughs> he's, he's not respected in his household. <laughs> for sunlight, I swear. <laughs> then we meet, for the first time, the horse Megalo. Fucking, it's a horse. It's yeah. just an extra big one. And it's fighting Harana. Rather than Shinny's usual horse. (laughs) (laughs) Pony. That he keeps in the cupboard at home. (laughs) Well, at least a little bit of it anyway. And Aimu turns up, because Harana's getting the shit kicked out of her by this horse. He turns up, the sun rays hit him, and he starts turning into a raisin again. And the only way he can stop this is when he transforms. So he transforms into a magical girl, and the sunlight doesn't affect him at that point. I'll I'll just do it earlier. Oh, no, wait, you're out in the street, aren't you? People would see you. Yeah, in a bonnet and a dress. Mm. Worth it. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> Just get an umbrella. It's a hobby. A Just hobby. get an umbrella. <laughs> Just dress get in Get an black. umbrella. All right, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, if he had an umbrella... No, he did swear they were 10,000 years old. <laughs> 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 That's bringing it back a few years, Mark. That's ignorant. That's ignorant. You're ignorant. <laughs> That's South Park. Yeah, I was going with member berries there, thinking that. It I is like, South Park. I remember. I remember. Remember Chewbacca. <laughs> I remember. Remember Han. I'm done. Sorry. Okay. Like, there was a point. Where you, you should have stopped, and you didn't. So, Aimu gets the best of the horse, and just as he's about to win, he gets attacked from behind by jellyfish things they're jellyfish and when we mean behind we mean behind yeah so they knock into the floor (laughs) they think he's a girl so then they take their tentacles and run them up his legs into his dress and pop one in his butt we've all been there (laughs) not a tentacle (laughs) they realize he's not a woman and panic he doesn't then they spot they shouldn't be down there (laughs) i swear that's what the jellyfish says they spot Harana and then attack her, and you get her getting all tentacled. Fan service. Has to be done. In a show like this, no, it has to it be done. It doesn't. There are two types of anime fans. <laughs> it <laughs> really doesn't. And I'm on that other side of the fence. <laughs> Your Honor. Your Honor. <laughs> it's just a fence, Your Honor, and I'm the other side of it. <laughs> Don't mind me, I'm just painting you this that, side you of You see the that blue, thin blue line of the law? I'm the other side of it. <laughs> I'm just Only painting just. that side of the fence, Your Honor. <laughs> But there's a hole in there with duct tape going through it, right? (laughs) (laughs) 
Sometimes I pop over to the other side. <laughs> Only a little bit of me. <laughs> a little bit of me. So in walks Yuki. She looks like a boy at first. Yes. On purpose, I guess. Mm. Turns up. At no point did she look like a boy. No. <laughs> that, no it's point. the cap. It's the old, old-timey Oliver Twist cap. It is. And yeah. um, attacks the jellyfish guys and the horse with ramen. Bowls of ramen. We're going back to Space Dandy. Perfect ramen. This. I told you, Space Dandy vibes during the whole show. That was a Space Dandy vibe and, there, uh, and I hated it. <laughs> the Every ramen, second. The ramen kills the megalos. Because it's magical ramen, girl? Yeah. Pretty much. I don't know. They perfected a recipe of ramen, didn't they? Well, no, she's not. Uh, she's a Yuki vampire. Yuki is not a magical girl. She's, she's one a vampire. Of the, she's a vampire ninja mm. from a different village. Because in walks Ser- Seraphim turns up as well. What happened between those two villages to turn it from like swords to ramen? Did they just go, mm, I'm hungry instead? There is an explanation behind the ramen, they, isn't they, there? Yeah, but they don't show you. They show them a book and says, I hope this explains it to you, and then skip to the end. It's like, that answers everything. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't want to explain something, that's the perfect way to do it. <laughs> Pretty much. That is the perfect way to do it. The that, space dandy way. The protagonist knows what's going on. You fucking don't as the audience, but the protagonist knows. I've got to tell you, right, the best way is really to have an old man in a chair right next to a fireplace going, let me explain how this happened. <laughs> and then just cut to the end and be like, and that's our <laughs> lesson for today, kids. And that's it. Once the Megalos are all defeated, uh, there's a moment when Aimu falls over, falls into Yuki... Who he thinks is a boy. Go on. Oh, you mean onto? Onto. And got you. Uh, Not the tentacle way. The classic, <laughs> the classic anime moment where he falls on her. Gets a good grab of gets, a boob. Yeah, gets a handful and also kisses Yuki. How do you accidentally fall onto somebody to that degree? The sleight of hand required to get your hand out <laughs> I don't that know. fast. Jim, did that stand up in court, mate? No. <laughs> I fell, Your Honour. No. My lips locked onto hers. The bracelet on my ankle says differently. <laughs> it's almost time for you to go, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After that incident, we don't really know what that means just yet. All we get is Yuki being very coy around Ayamu for the next few scenes. Changes tone to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And she takes them all to go and see her ramen factory because they're very curious about this magical ramen that kills megalos. Um, and that's when we see her team of leather-bound, gas-masked men who work in the factory. They're from McDonald's, right? They're, <laughs> they're the same guys, aren't they? Mask-donalds. <laughs> same guys, right? Just in gas masks rather than so, wrestling yeah. masks. Hey, this is a tough economy. They work two jobs. <laughs> right. And they sit down to a nice bowl of ramen in the factory and uh, there's a little moment when Yuki gives Ayamu her extra bits of pork because he likes it and she goes all coy again And tell me a girl that doesn't like a good bit of pork <laughs> well she didn't because she gave it to Ayamu Ayamu uh-huh, uh-huh. likes a good pork he that's does, why we, we've seen that with the we jellyfish we saw that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I and, present and to you exhibit A sir <laughs> and a rake, and a rake. Well. that's not an NFT I want to own Really? (laughs) (laughs) And as you said, we don't get an explanation as to why the ramen is as useful as it is. They said they stumbled upon this perfect recipe one day, didn't they? Well, they went around every ramen shop. Yeah, but they only wanted to make the perfect ramen. They rated them from out of five stars and then took the five stars and then made the perfect recipe. 
Unfortunately, they ran out halfway round and went, can you spot me some cash, baby? <laughs> what? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a callback. <laughs> that's Space Daddy callback right there. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm not one to move on from a dandy thing. But As they're about to moving leave. Moving on. <laughs> As they're about Boom. to leave, Yuki turns to Seraphim and says, I'll ask you again, is there any chance you want to join us? And Seraphim's like, no, no chance. I'm going to come across and join you. Also, um, before they leave, they see that giant pig machine. That makes perfect noodle. Yes. So the idea behind it is that if Megalos were to overrun the city, this machine will rain down ramen and kill all the Megalos. They're making a lot of good points here. I like ramen that much. I'll have some. Make it rain ramen. (laughs) It's outside with a bowl. (laughs) Buckets. Buckets. Full on buckets of ramen. Oh. And we finally find out, on the way home, Seraphim tells Ayamu that when you kiss a vampire ninja, it means that you are then betrothed to be married. I didn't know this was part of vampire law. I need uh, need an introduction to one of these vampire ninjas. (laughs) Just saying. And he turns to Seraphim and goes, so if I kissed you, you'd have to marry me. Uh, And she says, yes, if you survived. I mean, fair. Lee's goes straight in. I'm fucking going straight in. <laughs> when talking about Seraphim him. has to sleep at some point. <laughs> Upside down, apparently. In the roof. In a sarcophagus. Isn't that the normal way? Oh, the dream. <laughs> <laughs> he is our resident grave undead. enthusiast. Yeah, he is, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Our resident undead man. And when they get home, uh, they put up a Christmas tree. Is that what that? Oh, it's the Christmas episode. Um, and they put it up because uh, soon Thunderclaws will be visiting, mm-hmm. and you must have uh, your hair in a ponytail when he visits because um, it affects him giving you a gift or not. Uh, where did that? What fucking writer came up with this? I think they watched a Nightmare Before Christmas. What mashed it with? A mushed all every character into one character. Ponytails, thunderclaws, like yeah. and tried to mush it with fan service. And then was like, yeah, it, what was it? Uh, Halloweenismus or something? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, something along them lines. Yeah. So I know for a fact that the whole wishes on a tree thing is actually a tradition in Japan. Mm-hmm. So they, they go and they write wishes that they then hang on the Christmas tree. Ayamu turns Japan? around to him and says, do "They celebrate Christmas." Japan do. Yes, massive <coughs> thing over there. Yeah. Why? Huge. They have KFC for Christmas dinner. What? Yeah, it's a serious thing. That? Like it's what? like serious. KFC is a traditional Christmas dinner in Japan. And it they, really is. Like you have to get your order in early because the KFC sell out and get fully booked for Christmas because everybody has KFC. Great advertising. Family bucket for Christmas. After World War Two, I think it was for Christmas for KFC. I, I can't believe yeah. you didn't know that. The Americans just bombed us. Let's buy their fucking chicken. Well, that's what happened. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> really nice. Well, like it or not, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! They blew up our city, but they've got a good point with this chicken. That's <laughs> the special spices. seven spices. That special it? recipe. That gravy's nothing to be messed with. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, like that gravy. Like me fee. And the episode ends with Iamu back at school, and we get an introduction to Saravati, uh, the other vampire ninja. She gives him the special item that the head teacher wanted him to have. Takes it out. It's a pair of glasses. Oh, by the way, Yuki made him lunch because now she's his wife-to-be. Uh, that's what she's going to do. Why are you giving me Italian hands? Because. And he... <laughs> that's the reason why. What is why? it about me that you want to be? 
He's throwing the Italians <laughs> hands. Right. Episode ends with him popping on the glasses. Looks at uh, he looks at Yuki with them, or is it Saravati? Both, I thought. One or the other. Turns out they're X-ray specs, and he can see their underwear. <laughs> the question is, who are these for, and what are they for? I think. I, I think. Were they it's for Seraphim? But what was she doing with them? She has the different... fuck would they be then? She has different eyes, doesn't she? She has different eyes. She has those glowing red ones, vampire eyes. See, vampires need X-ray specs. Because they do they see the world eat. differently. See? I thought everything was red before them. No, 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 no. In Anne Rice's world, vampires can see the world in its full spectrum of colours and all realms. There you so go. So, like, living statues and stuff like that, they can they move to them. Oh, okay, so... Speaking of, Anne Rice just fucking died. That fucking I sucks. Did, I did see, yeah. That fucking sucks. Moving on. I don't know who Anne Rice is. She wrote Queen of the Damned, Interview with a Vampire. Oh, I've seen Interview with a Vampire. The Prince Lestat. Oh, okay, fair enough. No, that's fine. And we go to episode eight. Invented vampires, pretty much, in the modern day. Stop throwing gang signs <laughs> at me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> episode eight opens with Ayamu walking around, uh, using his X-ray specs that he now has. Uh, he's also quoting Shakespeare as he goes. Um, Shakespeare's and, mythical beast with two backs. And uh, he not the specks fall off of his face and he jumps into the road to get them and once again he is struck by a truck. Lisa's glasses are safe though. And yeah. yes, he manages to save That's the, the important specs. thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the important but thing. As he stands up, Seraphim is there, takes them off him, puts them on, realises what uh, they the do. The glasses are for a hidden message she gets later. Yes. Oh yeah. Ah, yes, the there you go. Because she puts them on to look at the secret message. But she knows what he's been doing with them. Ah, oh, they're and, a plot um, device. She tells Lovely. him. She you tells him would. Don't tr- You <laughs> would. I don't care if you're male, female, 90 or fucking 9. I'm jumping You're either laughing road. your ass off, I'm being jumping. disgusted, or you're just going around in You are not absolute... saying a fucking word if you own X-ray specs. You are just fucking walking nothing, around enjoying nothing. them. Nothing. I am like Arthur going down the street every day. <laughs> down the street. That's a British cartoon for those that don't Arthur's know. Arthur's not British. Isn't it? No. American. 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 Oh, Canadian, American. Yeah, in which yeah, case it would translate. Yes, yeah, it is Arthur. There you go. <laughs> Arthur the Arthur. I'm strutting down right that here. sidewalk. Hey, do you know me? Hey. James He's got true. that Ghostbusters. I've got two pairs. Strut. I've got two pairs in case they work twice as well. <laughs> See through See twice as far. Look at that fucking skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> what a bone. <laughs> we cut to Harana who seems to be having a dream about Ayamu and Ayamu kissing her. and She wakes up, clearly agitated at the fact she's dreaming about Ayamu. Uh, we cut to Ayamu, who's currently asleep, and he's having a dream about you. Me, every episode. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, every time. <laughs> Harana bursts into his bedroom and starts beating him up uh, because he was in her dreams. And he says, how am I supposed to be able to control what you dream about? Freddy Krueger, bitches. He's in there. He's sneaking around. Uh, she's also... She's <laughs> also... Uh, your window. <laughs> <laughs> Haran is also very upset at the fact that he kissed Yuki as well. She she says, why did you have to kiss her? He Full- didn't have to kiss it's, her. It's, he well, accidentally she, tripped. It's full-blown jealousy now, isn't it? Yeah, so it he, is. Yeah. They are fully establishing that Harana fancies him now. This is like... Not that they didn't do it earlier, but this is the full... Yeah, she's well into him. He gets to school, opens up his lunchbox, and instead of making him omelette like she normally does, she's made him burnt seaweed. 
Or baked, boiled seaweed. Boiled, sorry, boiled, boiled seaweed. seaweed. Soggy seaweed. Who's eating it? I'll try it. I've never tried it. Well, you've never tried seaweed? Well, I've tried seaweed in the, the terms cabbage of, that yeah. we get here, yeah. Yeah. Well, pa- apparently. <laughs> I'll try it. Is that a thing in America? What's that? If we get seaweed here, it's not seaweed. It's cabbage. Well, with our takeaway, it's, it's cabbage that's been salted to death. And it's, it's fucking sugared. delicious. Sugared. 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 Oh. And it is moi. It's fucking delicious. Yes, it is. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Do Americans have cabbage, or is their seaweed actually seaweed? I don't know, because j- the Japanese, their seaweed is seaweed. Yes. It's straight up seaweed. Yeah, but I want to try it, though. But it must taste They do, they put it in ramen, though, yeah, as well. They put yeah. their seaweed in ramen. Yeah. But I don't stuff. know. I would assume, though, that it's the same as ours. Isn't the seaweed in ramen for the broth? No, they yeah, have pieces it's like of a, seaweed. Yeah, I know, but it, it helps flavour the broth. Depends what broth you have. You can have, like, broth-based oh, or seafood-based. Or... I make the... Brothy, soupy stuff first, and then I put everything in afterwards. Yeah, you're supposed mm. to. Yeah, you supposed to put it in after. Yeah, because so, yeah. it's because then I put like noodles and then pile the egg and yeah meats and bits on the side. Toppings. Yeah, you're making me hungry. <laughs> I make a good ramen. Oh, I love ramen. We jump then to a group of girls, including Yuki, and they're all talking about Ayamu. And Yuki actually asks the two girls um, because she wants advice on Ayamu, and she tells them like, "I'm going to have to marry him," and so I've got to, I want to fall in love with him, is what she says, I believe, doesn't she? Because she's like, I, don't, I haven't That's yet. completely how that works. So she's like, how do I fall in love with him? It's a very deep question for this anime to ask. But it's a deep the question for a bunch of school kids yeah. to ponder over. To be fair, they don't get it wrong. Feed him, dress up for him and do that thing he likes. Well, that's what they, well, they, they say, make him sexy food. Make him, yep. Make him sexy food. And then she the dreams food. about... Gordon Ramsay, What's Gino. your sexy food? Sexy Ooh, food. Why is your sexy food go-to? Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> Gino DeCampo. <laughs> <laughs> I want them naked. <laughs> I'd eat them. <laughs> some sexy food. Here's your grandmother. Some be Italian a sausage <laughs> and some Scottish meat. <laughs> if it was my grandmother, she'd be a bicycle. <laughs> What? It's a very common saying in Italy, and it's if my grandmother had wheels, she'd be a bicycle. Mm-hmm. What does that mean in the UK, though? <laughs> She's a good ride. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> she gets you from A to B. <laughs> B being orgasm. <laughs> you had to go that far, didn't you? But you're the one touching grandmothers. What? <laughs> so as we said, the girls basically settle on, you make him lunch. That'll help. The whole process. You want to win me over? I have never been pasta. wrong, listeners. Make me lunch. <laughs> and that's how it happens. Uh, and then they say, also, uh, try being a bit more like his fantasy girl. Uh, and then they say, we heard that he likes little girls. So little what, weird. <laughs> I'm not sure if someone was lost in translation or, or you know, it's a bit... Whew. I'm out, Your Honour. I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, it's or, uh, you know he listens to Gary Glitter. It's called Lolly. It's, <laughs> it's called Lollicon. Isn't it, it is Christmas time. Uh-huh. So you, uh, yeah, they're lollies. It's called. It's, but there are things called Lollicon icons. Yeah, there is. Um, they're lollies. Yeah, lolly, the yeah, lolly icons. Yeah. Lollicon. Yeah. So they yeah, they purposely dress themselves to look younger to attract that fan base. So it, it in Japan, it's a thing. Uh, that hasn't you translated know what it is here? anywhere else. A court case. Yeah, it hasn't translated anywhere else. Um, Having said that, you do get big and smalls. 
Is that kind of the same thing? I, sp- I suppose... Jim's like, what's a big and small? Well, no, women come I in... I genuinely with, am, like, Big and small is one body that takes... Oh, yeah. <laughs> a big and small is one will act like a parent and the other one, their partner, will act like a child. Usually a spoiled brat. That's why you want nothing to do with a family. Oh, okay. No, but they'll no, wear... I mean, like, baby grows, diapers, dummies, a cot, a, usually a playroom or something where they'll go... And this is a... Not just a sexy thing. This is a lifestyle thing. We can, we can take this out, Sheeny, please. No, Why? No, he's, no, he's telling the truth. That, right. Yeah, there's a full subreddit for it. Don't go on it. I mean, it will. It's not <laughs> basically none what? of it. None of it is anything nude or talking about sex. It's right. just. It's very very strange. If you're not into it from the outside, it looks very weird. A bit like model planes. What? If you're not into it. <laughs> Don't no, go on it. planes look fucking cool all the time, whether they're models or not. A plane, someone can go. I, I really have, appreciate this plane. I see we have a model plane enthusiast. <laughs> as an anime, as an anime fan, that comment isn't out of place, though. Yeah, no, it, no, but as a European, oh yeah, very you, much yeah. out of place. It is, yeah, but at the same time, if you've watched enough anime, when they somebody makes a comment like that one, you're like, yeah. Right, not out of place. Can I guess. we agree then? From now on, they should translate that to "I heard he's into lollies." You can, yeah, you can do instead of me saying that's L O L I for anybody who wants to Google yeah. that and be safe. Otherwise, you might find the chopper chops. Chopper chops. <laughs> I mean, I prefer to find the chub chops. To be fair. Yeah, you just want someone to suck on, don't you? <laughs> Gino de Campo. <laughs> Just before they finish their conversation in Mask Donald's, they... I forgot it was Mask Donald's. Someone see the Big Mac in the back. Yeah, I did. (laughs) 17 (laughs) burgers stacked on the poster. I want that burger. And they had three masks for the the masky meal. Yeah. (laughs) I fucking love it. (laughs) One of the friends in the group is also acting very strangely. Um sort of her mind wanders off and, and it shows you her acting a bit odd when they're asking questions about Aimu. We skip then to Seraphim who's out hanging the washing catches an arrow that's fired at her from nowhere and on it has a note that has a secret message on that she reads with the x-ray specs. Fucking nailed it. I never remember anything. Very proud of myself. That was a good plot device oh, right there. No it wasn't. No. It, it was, was an perfectly excuse to put, placed. Yeah, that's what you need. You need to see through the paper to see the hidden message. They make it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. But it's funny. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, it's funny. It it's, made sense for the anime we're in. It fits well within the show. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense though. <laughs> we skip then back to Yuki, who is outside the school at the end of the day. She's waiting for Aimu. So one of her plans to make him fall in love with her is to walk home with him. Does she go to the same school? Yes. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, because she know. wasn't like. In all these like, animes, they always go to the same school. They're just in different doesn't, doesn't classes. Our, our, vampire ninja start going to school yeah do they all just like no. start moving in Ser- I thought that Seraphim, was like Seraphim isn't in the school at all I mean she's like 20,000 years old Saravati is not Seraphim who the f- who's this Italian one that you're talking Saravati? about Saravati she's yeah. the one with the fringe cut episode 12 she is, is the, the one idol the, one the bow with the bird or is she the the one that's singing on the stage in the nice outfit yes she's the one that's singing initially and she's, she's being then mean then it to goes the into a a little sing-off. Yes, yeah, that's Saravati. Cool. Yeah. Okay. She, she only appears briefly. Me likey. <laughs> On their walk home, Yuki tells Aimu a little bit more about her relationship with Seraphim. And she says that, like, she can't move in with 
Aimu as much as she wants to because she clash with Seraphim because they're from rival vampire ninja villages. So they can't live together. From the north of Italy. I get it. South of Italy, north of Italy, you can't, you can't. They both clash. Big on Italian politics? No, I am. Actually, I do quite know quite a bit of that. (laughs) The big pig ramen machine has also broken down as well. So um, that huge thing that you thought would be really important later on um, is broken and doesn't work anymore. I wish more animes did this. I'm all not just animes. I wish more fucking media would do this, where they give you something. This will save the world. Oh, by the way, fuck off. Next episode. I like it's, that. It's broken. It I kind of like that. Because you think, oh, that's going to be that's going to be important later. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, they it also give us X-ray glasses, where it's like, oh, this is just to amplify the show, and then it's like, no, no, this is part of a plot device that we're using. I get it. I get what you're on about. Like the world ending, <laughs> the world saving. Device but Jim's like, I need to off. see the undies. <laughs> <laughs> Are they striped white or black? Or a black thong. <laughs> so you know the best friend that I really like in this anime. That's why he'd be my best friend. You are the best friend. So uh, as <laughs> I, am, I am, really. So on the walk home, just as they're about to part, Yuki shouts at Aimu and says, has a go at him. And he's like, how the hell am I supposed to fall in love with you if you don't give me anything? If you're not, like, it's not a two-way thing at the minute. She does this in front of loads of people, and then you get that. The couple that turn up quite a lot, the, the man and the, is it the two old ladies that walk past it's two several times. Those young couples nowadays. Also <laughs> bold these days. They do actually turn up, what, like three or four times? I think it's three or, yeah. Three yeah, or about three or four times. times. And then Harana turns up as well uh, because she was wanting to walk home with Aimu but Yuki got there first and Aimu talks about a date he's like look I'll take you out another time stop having a go at me and she's like what like a date and basically it turns into not a date between Harana and Aimu but everybody's going he slowly but surely invites everyone to come along because he's clueless that's not because he's clueless that's how you start to hurry (laughs) yeah (laughs) and the date is at the mall. And I think he even mentions, oh great, a zombie in a shopping mall. Yeah. yeah I think we've does. seen this all before. I kind of like that. And it's not bad. It's, that's, that's, he, that's, that's a, a well-thought-out. Well Ayamu is a great character. Just by the way he is. His personality. The way it's portrayed in this. The writers of this knew what they were doing when they, they wrote him. Yeah. Because they were just like, right, well, he's going to be aloof he's not really gonna be Enthu- with it he's not enthusiastic about things he's but... hugh grant if hugh grant was a zombie right somewhat yeah i can see where you're coming from with it just kind of like a floppy head bumbling fucking idiot yeah but when but he but when it needs serious time he's like no it's serious time and yeah there's some lovability about yeah. him. yeah it's kind of a hugh grant yeah, zombie. i get you i get you the shaggy head monster yep <laughs> yuki asks to hold hands with him uh, he tries to play a bit uh, coy coy again so she grabs his arm Harana turns around gets jealous grabs his other arm and they go outfit shopping and you get a little bit of a montage of them outfit shopping go uh, on he suggests because Seraphim is looking at cat ears and cat paws and he turns around to her and goes you should totally buy that you'll look amazing in that has a go at him and is like oh I wouldn't buy anything so stupid skulks off to a corner where she thinks <laughs> nobody's looking and she pops the cat ears on and does that little uh, meow in the mirror. 
<laughs> we have a cat fan in. Oh, fucking uh, all about yes. it. Yes. Neko? Yeah. Nico Garza. Yeah. Nico, yeah, that's it. Nico Garza. Oh, you're a fan as well. I'm fucking about right. it. The amount of fucking There's a very good anime called uh, uh, Nico Para. Yeah. Uh, Go Cat on, Planet you have Kitty. my it's attention. Right. It's about cat girls that work in a cafe. It's very good. You have Don't my worry. attention. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> what concerns me is these two are really into this, and we've got uh, Cat Planet Cuties next week. Oh, yes, we have. Oh, we do. So they end open up, a window because it's going to get <laughs> hot in here next week. <laughs> they end we don't up, need to open uh, a window. I'll just take my pants off. I'll cool down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your pants are off most of the time. So you can fan me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there'll be an up and down motion. It ain't fucking fanning, though, is it? <laughs> fan boy with a giant leaf. <laughs> with a giant leaf, uh, a sort of fan. So they end up in an underwear shop. Is this the black lingerie bit? Yeah, so Yuki yeah. Yuki has a moment where she fantasizes about herself in the underwear that she sees on the model, and she thinks about how. And then there's that scene in front of the bed, isn't there, at the foot of a bed where she's with Aimu, and she's like, "I'll be gentle." Yes. At first. Uh <laughs> <laughs> They are then about to leave to get some food, and that the sounds camera... like every Tinder. Fucking date, right? <laughs> Every Tinder conversation first. starts with that. No, 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 I'll be gentle. But first, speaking to our resident Tinder expert, Jim. No, I'm not, I'm not getting involved <laughs> in this. I'm not getting involved in this. The camera pans. I passed those days. I've been in remission for years. <laughs> the camera pans across to uh, some guy who's working in the mall, uh, handing out samples, isn't he? Or something like that from a shop. And yeah. you get like the music changes to very serious music when it sees this guy. Cut back to the group again. Haruna once again turns to Aimu and is like, why did you have to kiss Yugi? Yeah, like he did it on Out of all of them, that's probably bottom of the list, right? What's that? Yuki? If you're going to kiss one of them... Wouldn't Haruna not be bottom of the list? I mean, yeah. Except near the bottom of the list. Oh, okay. Uh, you? No, she's... Why are you looking at Sheen saying you? You? Yeah. What's wrong with you? No, you's second on the list. Out of the ones that live with him. Oh, I live with him. Yeah, prob- yeah, yeah. Otherwise, third on the list. Yeah. You've got the, the two vampires. Saravati and yeah. Seraphim. And then you. Yeah. As long as they come in their fucking performance outfit in episode 12. Yeah, those performance outfits. <laughs> we'll talk but we'll about get it to when them. we get there. Will we? But your pants are slowly coming down. <laughs> he says as he In case you're wondering what that sound was, <laughs> that was my belt. Cut, <laughs> Cut once again to Harana. They're all on the Ferris wheel. She starts moaning again. Why did you have to kiss Yuki? At this point, I turn around to her and be like, no, 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 no. Okay. No, he wouldn't. He's not that brave. Then when they're all... No, when... I'm really not that brave. I've been like, oh. Ayamu then goes to get drinks for the rest of the group when they get off the Ferris wheel. Harana turns up, turns to him and says, I want you to kiss me. He says, No. <laughs> we're all saying no he says no we're all saying no right now you reek of desperation <laughs> there's nothing more unattractive <laughs> Sheeny senpai everybody <laughs> senpai. no 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 if you want me I don't want you I don't want you <laughs> <laughs> there's no chase here be gone <laughs> he Give is like a, a vampire I play this on heroic or nothing <laughs> <laughs> he's like a vampire everybody no, no, you reek of desperation, no. So Harana kicks the shit out of him for turning her down. Uh, I think to, uh, to the point where he's like bloody and beaten, he goes, <laughs> Be gentle Please with be me. gentle with me. 
as that's going on, the random guy from the mall has turned up to the group, to you personally. We all knew he was fucking turning up. He's a up. bad guy. Jesus Christ. Jesus. You did, <laughs> as soon as it turned to him, I was like, well, there's a bad guy. They may yeah, as well right. have put the fucking strippy spotlight from the He's... 70s movies <laughs> on his fucking eyes on the close-up. He's the king of the night. He turns up and takes you, you know away. About. He's from Bastille. That's fuck's sake. <laughs> and Reebok he... or the Nike. I knew that again. I forgot that existed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Reebok or the Nike. <laughs> oh, Nike! It's the king of the night. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> night. Oh, yeah. No idea. You've got no You've not seen the Reebok You've not night. seen no, it? No. no, no oh, no. God. oh, my God. It's a man that rings into a radio station in. Fucking... But he can't think of the name of the song? But oh, fuck no, nowhere, India. Oh, yeah, no, I have. It's like, it, yeah, can no. you name the song for me? It's like, yeah, Esu Reebok or the Nike, and it's like, they're thinking about it for a few minutes. And they're like Reebok or Nike. You mean this one? <laughs> it's just and the it rhythm, of, rhythm the of the night. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that one. And then the presenter just dies. On <laughs> I have heard it. So the episode eight ends with the group turning up and realizing that you has gone missing, and we go into episode nine. Episode 9 opens with you and the King of the Night. They're on a building a little bit further away on a roof. Um, no, not a building. They're on like a viewpoint. And you attacks the King of the Night, stabs him. That pen turns into a fucking mighty weapon, let yes. me tell you. <laughs> the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> Especially when it's a sight. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't do anything because he's a zombie, so he doesn't even care. We cut then to Seraphim again. She turns around to Ayamu and goes... I think maybe the ninja vampires have taken you. I'm not sure. And he's like, why would you, why would they do that? How would you know that? And she says, well, actually, I was sent orders to kill you. This was a very good twist, by the way. I like this. When yes. it happened, I was like, it's because oh, so she, shit, she it's she, because she, she refused to help them. Yeah, but well, she was sent there to kill them, and she didn't. Yeah. So that was a good twist. I really enjoyed that in this anime. It's be all because... I did. They just didn't play on it It's enough. because Yu's power attracts Megalos, so she is a danger. And so the Vampire Ninjas have decided to save everybody. All they have to do is kill you, and that will stop the Megalos from congregating on Tokyo. Or just go out of a word where and go, do you mind just moving out and, you know, yeah. countryside? M- m- rural area yeah, would be wanna... nice. We've built you a nice hut. <laughs> a hut. Also, a hut. They're not killing us. Fireplace, the lot. They're not killing her. They're not. They no. can't anyway. Yeah, exactly. So they well, are the if undead. you get close enough and she thinks you're a friend. Well, if you feed her that ramen that they've got. <laughs> oh, mate, that's a great way to get her. Just be like, I made you some ramen. She'd eat it. It's not going to kill her. Well, it'd burn her. <laughs> She'd get stomachache. <laughs> nice. Heartburn. She'd get heartburn. heartburn. The king of the night turns to you and says that he'll stop all of this. If she grants him just one wish. And he says, like, you hurt me before. After you t- you turned me. And I turned around eventually and said, look, I, I want to go. I've-, I've had enough. Thank you for what you did. You turned around and told me to be gone. And because her words have power, it did actually make him vanish for a long time. You never actually find out fully what the wish is at this point. Um, but we'll say it anyway. He wishes to die. Which I find really weird. And it doesn't play very well with me to keep this story rolling i'm sorry it, it just doesn't like, i think that's the story well no i, I, I just, like that that's his wish because he's not a bad bad guy yeah he's no just, he's not a bad guy or anything like that not I, it usual. just doesn't 
just doesn't work as a to what he does. Yes, it does. The, I like it because she's refused so much. He has to go to such extreme means to force her to kill him. Yeah, she is, instantly is... stabs him as soon as he turns up, it's knowing like... he can't die. <sighs> He's taken. She's taken out frustration. Yes. it's anger. It's an instinct. Yes. All right, fair enough. It's just I, I'm I'm I like the way that it pans out, but I just. I think he needs more motivation in this. I think, that's I, think I think I want fine. to die because I'm tired of eternity. Is, yes. Is motivation enough? Yes. Eventually you'd go to extreme measures. Even if you weren't a bad person, you'd go to bad lengths. Fair enough. It's just... To which he turns around to her and says, I'm going to use your friends to get my wish. If you won't do it, if I can't affect you, I'll hurt everything around you so that you grant me what I want. She becomes agitated and her emotions summon the chick thing the big giant duck plushy <laughs> yeah but yeah. Be- obviously before this happens sorry i've jumped ahead before this happens y- no iamu yes but not yet iamu has a go at seraphim so we get the little bit exchange between the two of them and yuki tries to back seraphim up and she says no Ser- it's tradition seraphim's only doing as she's told she can't go against orders none of us can hence why i'm engaged to you because you kiss me and he says sometimes the traditions can be wrong and they can be dated and they don't mean... I don't think this is necessarily what he says. This is me monologuing a little bit. But sometimes traditions back then seem right but now aren't right. No, you're right. Is, you're is, right. Is, is that's, it, that's it's effectively the way it what he's saying. I love the use of monologuing and not paraphrasing. Well, I kept going, didn't I? So <laughs> <laughs> It's a monologue and a paraphrase. Sheeny loves a monologue. Yeah, you're fucking not wrong. Sound of his own voice. <laughs> <laughs> you made me the podcast host. <laughs> we did make that conscious. I had no fucking I mean, yeah, it was supposed to be me. I mean, listeners. No one wants that. I mean, listeners. <laughs> we, we made the bad choice. <laughs> you heard what happened when I tried to do the intros. <laughs> but actually, they never heard that, so. <laughs> they will. Know. They will, don't you worry. That'll, that'll be really. It's Christmas. Maybe that's our Christmas present. <laughs> Christmas we, present. We put to out you. the tall folks in the Shempai. <laughs> No, we finish this with the da 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 Oh, all. no. <laughs> the end no. of the year. <laughs> That's the New Year's episode. <laughs> Seraphim, after hearing Aimu, does actually think about it all. And she has a change of heart. No surprise, really. Like, mm. if she wanted to kill you, she would have done it at the start anyway. Oh, yeah. Or attempted to. She saved her life earlier on. She was fighting for her. Yeah. And this is when the King of the Night blows up the Ferris wheel and it hits Ayamu. Not that it's going to do anything to him anyway. He's a fucking zombie. He can't die. Which is why I'm surprised they're so concerned. Well, no, this is what affects Yu's emotions and then she summons the giant chick plushie. Oh, the big rubbery thing that <laughs> yeah. pops out Which of nowhere. Which sits on her on her. <laughs> Dry humps. It sat on her and, and bobbed, dry humps. bobbed a bit. Dry humps. It bobbed. It dry humped. It's a gelatinous blob. And it's just bobbing and it, around. And it starts crushing her. You call your penis whatever you want. <laughs> a, gelat- <laughs> a gelatinous blob. Just blobbing around. <laughs> At this point, the headmaster of the magical school turns up and tries to attack... Uh, no, she blows the chick off, doesn't she? But not yet. What? <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. You might want to rephrase that one, she. <laughs> hey. Before she attacks it, uh-huh. the rest of the group try and attack it, and their attacks have no effect on it. it well, it, it just something that it. large is very difficult to blow off. 
You all right? I, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. There's so so then the things. headmaster gets involved and Go she on. fires the uh, magical ray at the chick and blows it off. <laughs> she it's my Pornhub intro. Manages to <laughs> knock it off of Harana and onto Yuki instead. And Yuki then knocks it off and ter- her voice turns into a robotic voice. She turns into a different person and summons a manticore. The manticore. So a for those lot that, of things happen yeah, So for those quickly. that don't know, the manticore is a weapon that was designed by the Magical Girls... Magical so- Garment Girls. Magical Garment Girls Society as a precaution... Yeah. Safety measure thing. Um, the head teacher was hoping that it would attach itself to Ayamu but it's attached itself to Yuki. Not really a good explanation for any of this. That's the None. best I can do, I'm afraid. None. Um, yeah, it's just a weapon that for some reason has been drawn to Yuki. Is that the one that turns into a hat? No, we're not at that point, are we? The one that like changes it's not about the between bomb hat. Them. Yeah, the bomb oh, yeah, hat. No, well, no, we're no, not no I didn't thing. think so. It's next episode. It just sounded very familiar to that. Uh, at this point, Mistletane shows up and Ayamu transforms. It's look this. He tries to take on the Manticore. It ends up activating its self-destruct mechanism. Yeah, it splits in half and has a ball of light in it or something. Yeah, yeah. Somewhat went on. And Yuki gets a moment of clarity and turns around to the rest of the group and is like, "Run, run away before it explodes." And Aimu's like, "No," and he starts marching forward through the fire, listening to Dragon Force. Yes, <laughs> and he makes his way to Fire Yuki. Flames. I, I appreciate the. Uh, and he says he won't let it. He won't let her die alone. Is basically what he's saying, isn't he? And he grabs hold of her, he hugs her, and the manticore just disappears. This is an odd bit. Out of all the bits, this is the the bit that I was like, "What?" This is the only bit that doesn't actually make sense. When, yeah. Regardless how far you stretch it, what yeah. the manticore disappeared because hugs. Yeah. This is the space dandy plant episode no. right here. No. That no, makes nothing sense. Nothing is like that. No, it <laughs> made sense. It never made any sense in the grand scheme of things. No, it didn't make any sense in the lesser scheme of things either. Right, right. They were super evolved. They didn't want to be super evolved, half of them. And they were stuck in a struggle because of this thing that crashed to the planet. Half of them wanted to get rid of it and half of them wanted I'm to keep it. I'm ignoring him right is, now. This is a zombie. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, it makes perfect sense. We had an episode for Space Danny and we couldn't fucking explain it there. So You couldn't. The King of the Night... I'm sorry you're not as intelligent <laughs> the, as an, enough for Space Dandy. The King of the Night, upon seeing Ayamu win, fires down an electric thunderbolt onto him and cooks him, and then just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. Well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gone. Basically. That's literally what happens. The, the powers he has, I mean, take it, Ayamu could get the same powers. It depends how he got them. Did he steal them? Or well, are they he, just he naturally is the, inherited he's the same as a zombie? As, he's the same as Ayamu, but has just been around longer, which means that Ayamu must... So has he learnt them from other magical beings? Well, yeah, well we've seen he can suck out like magical... Go on. ...from other people. <laughs> <laughs> magical from other people. Yeah. He can, I he, suck your magical. To be fair, I love it when Fran sucks out magical from me. <laughs> Sorry, Fran. Sorry. <laughs> But it's right. It's right, though. Like, if he can do that to other people, he probably has nicked those powers from other people as well, I would imagine. I don't know. I don't think they're naturally inherited as a zombie. No. I think they're extras that he's gained over the years. 
Well, yeah, he might have learned how to do it. He's been alive for like, what, 10,000 years? Or I don't like? know. So a long 10,000 well, we years. Keep, we keep going back to 10,000 years. 10,000 years in the cave of wonder. The group leave. And as they're heading home... Why are you looking at me? You've such a smug look on your face about your cave of wonder. No one wants to see your cave of wonder. It leaves such a crick in the neck. That's all I could think of there. As they're heading home, you splits from the group and tells them that she just wants to um, hang about outside the front of the convenience store. They think nothing of it and continue on. This is like a Halfords car park thing, isn't it? <laughs> just hang no, that's full of 15-year-olds. <laughs> and people with Vauxhall quarters. They get home... Iamu or Ford STs. Iamu finds a note in his pocket. It's a goodbye note from you. He what? reads it, runs back to the convenience store. There's no you there, and she left because she felt like she was a burden on everybody, and that by leaving was protecting them. It's a stretch that bit. And he runs. He runs. Right. I, I like the end of this when She's he runs. Right. Yeah, she is right. When he runs to the the Christmas tree again, and he pulls off his wish. And you see, well, he, he takes them all off the tree and he reads them out. And Yu's wish was that she wanted to be with everyone forever. And he pans over to his wish and he, and he says, why, the, why did I have to wish this? Why did I have to do it? And his wish was that nobody's wishes got to come true. What vindictive thing to put on the tree, by That's the way. Not, not within character. Yeah, but that no, goes away from his... If you remember the scene when they're writing the wishes... He's annoyed. He turns around and says, oh, this is stupid. Like, and everyone's like, no, I'm going to wish for this. I'm going to wish for this. And he's like, oh, it's, it's stupid. It's not going to come true. So it's kind of a fuck you to the wish thing. He wrote down, oh, I wish nobody's wishes came true. Now he regrets that. Did he forget they live in a magical world where, <laughs> like, magic is real? Well, it's not his wish that's caused this, but he... Well... It's, it's a nice little we know thing. of. Yeah. yeah. And episode nine ends with Seraphim and Harana turning up, giving him a, a kick and saying, it's not like you to give up. So don't give up. And he and he turns to him and he says, thanks, I won't give up. And we go into episode 10. Months have passed since you went missing and they haven't been able to find her yet. I'll skip over that. I wrote down another quote from Harana while they're eating, but we'll skip over that. Is it another insult? Uh, yeah, no, it's something about uh, be careful how much... I need to be careful how much I can fit in my mouth. Oh, I was just eating those purple things. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, yeah. fuck are they? How do they? <laughs> I thought they were like sweet potatoes, and then she just goes, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I don't know. Straight in, and I'm like, that's no sweet potato I know of. Does Seraphim fall then from the ceiling? Um, she's back, apparently, because she's been away. Turns out she got attacked by her own people uh, because she refused to kill you. So her whole vampire ninja village has now turned on her, and she's been shunned away. Seems like a waste of resources. This vampire village is tough. Guys, this is like seriously tough. Uh, doorbell goes, postman's there. He's got a pack. <laughs> oh, mate again. <laughs> <laughs> He's back again. Harana has ordered, uh, for some reason, a Stratovarius. Uh, she thought it was something else, didn't she? And she's accidentally ordered a Stratovarius. Surprise, surprise, Seraphim knows how to play it because apparently she was part of a band back in the Vampire Ninja Village. <laughs> They used to play a type five set. It's a Crypt Kicker six. Yeah, that's a, oh, <laughs> they used to do the Monster Mash. I get they it. Did indeed. <laughs> we cut then to Aimu, who's out and about. He's still looking for you. He turns and sees King of the Night standing there, who also has no fucking idea where where you is. Aimu attacks him, to which he removes Aimu's legs. <laughs> <laughs> it is but a flesh wound. <laughs> 
nibble your ankles. <laughs> Call it a draw. <laughs> Does he take off like his, his legs and arms? Yeah, it is literally. <laughs> Seraphim turns up, attacks the King of the Night, manages to cut off one of his arms, and then he turns on her and takes her hostage. He just like he uses that black mist stuff to pin her. What is that? Black mist shadows. Stuff. It's, it's solid, but not. Yeah, because yeah. it can be chainsawed through with magical chainsaws. Uh, the reason he does all this is because he believes that you is about somewhere nearby and if she sees him attacking her friends it'll bring uh, it'll draw her out this is when yuki and saravati appear again and join in on the fight and the king of the night turns around and goes i don't like these odds anymore and there's shit tons of them yeah there's vampire ninjas everywhere and he's like oh, i don't like these odds anymore and he just vanishes good old cloaky boys yeah and they're like after him where? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you say that, and then 20 minutes later, when they're still fucking around with his bomb, they're still on the roof going, where? Where? That's what I'm on about. Like, <laughs> Next, we get the girls helping Ayamu glue his legs back on. <laughs> they, do, they glue him on backwards. They, so it is funny. They glue his legs on backwards, and Yuki turns around to Ayamu and says, this is a day, a day later, maybe? Yuki turns up, turns around to Ayamu and says, we found where you might be we think or not you king of the night night. we think where we think we found where the king of the night is and that might be where you but you isn't there she's outside the house and uh, seraphim sees you at the gate but then she's killed by the king of the night so she is stabbed through by the king of the night from behind who then takes you away with him there's a point there where i think at that point Surely she would have changed, like, the way that she was acting with him. Before she leaves with the King of the Night, you turns around, puts a drop of her blood in Seraphim's mouth, and it revives Seraphim. So she doesn't turn Seraphim into a zombie, so is she not dead? Is she not already dead? She's a vampire. She's already dead. They're the undead still. Oh, yeah, they are the undead. You can't be double dead. Double dead. Double dead. You can, because you can kill a vampire. A vampire zombie. So if you killed a vampire, they'd be double dead. Could you imagine being a vampire zombie? Would they be double dead? No, a vampire ninja zombie magical garment. Fucking hell, like, keep going. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) I'm nearly there. (laughs) (laughs) So a vampire zombie ninja magical garment girl wizard. Why wizard? Necromancer. Necromancer. Uh, I'm, I'm, no, wizard. That's what you could be. I, I, this uh, is what you could have been. This is what you could have won. <laughs> it's what we call a full house. <laughs> Cut to Aimu and Harana. Seraphim has told them what she saw, and they race off because they've obviously been told about this location where the King of the Night might be. They go running to the location. King of the Night is there. Um, he's made dinner. So he asks them, do you want to sit down and eat? Harana jumps at the chance. Aimu won't. He doesn't want to eat. He sits at the table, and they're all having a sort of a... What a weird discussion. scene. Why? Because he's not a bad guy. I this know he's not a bad guy. When I watch this, I'm like, he's made lunch. He's a very good guy. But... <laughs> That's then how you get Jim into a van. The, do- <laughs> the door goes. Yuki and Saravati are there. And the King of the Night goes, oh, good. More guests. I've made plenty of food. They turn around and go, we're not here to eat. The building's been surrounded. There's vampire ninjas everywhere. This is when he plops the bomb on Harana's head. It just appears on her head. And then yes. the King of the Night and you leave. And as they jump out of the window, Ayamu reaches out to you. She goes to take his hand and then pulls away. This is angered, Jim. 
I just don't understand. What is she like, doing? What is she doing? <laughs> she like, wants to, but she knows she'll fuck him up. Yeah, so she's still trying to protect them at this point. But just kill the guy. He doesn't want to live. Like, But she but doesn't want to kill. She doesn't want to kill. Yeah, I know, but she just killed somebody like seven times earlier in this anime. To save everyone else around. Yeah, I know. Well, this is saving them as well. But it's not. So just get rid of it. They haven't been put in mortal danger yet. They've been fed. No, one of them's been killed. They've been fed. One of them was killed. Was right in front of her. Then the, then the I was only half dead, that one. It don't count. No. Then the dead. bomb. Wait, she was already undead, so... <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right, to be fair. Then the bomb jumps across from Harana to Yuki. And Harana turns around and goes, it's a parasitic bomb. So basically, if you get too close to it, it'll just jump and latch onto you. Harana turns around and goes, don't worry, I might be able to defuse this bomb. Uh, I think I've just got to cut the green wire. And before... Aimu can ask her any more questions. She just cuts the green wire. Stops it. Uh, Aimu turns around and goes, holy shit, that actually worked. <laughs> you are super smart. And then all of a sudden the bomb speeds up. And before they can do anything or think about anything else, Aimu goes, I know what to do. He takes the bomb. Plops it on his own head. Plops it on his own head. Jumps out of the window. And just before it goes off, he thinks back to the moment when you pulled away from him when he reached out and he says to himself why did you pull away and it explodes and that's how the episode ends so we come into episode 11 episode 11 opens with harana finding an arm and then seraphim finds a leg they're slowly collecting the bits and pieces that were left behind of Ayamu. He blew apart in chunks. Yeah, like and large like chunks. large chunks in like five chunks, probably. That ain't happening, is it? Yeah. Like, no, nope, that's a splatter. Yeah, that's so like sploosh. you're physically scraping him off of the fucking sidewalks. Unless right? he rebuilds, and he, well, that's how much he's rebuilt. Well, no, we he, do see no, him no, no, no. He can't control his limbs when they come off. If you notice. We've never seen him do it. He's not the fucking they thing do later from Adam's on. They family. do in this part because they re-knit. No, yeah, when he shoves them back on, but they, yeah. he doesn't actually physically have any control over them when they're separated from him. Doesn't he, like, throw an arm yeah, later yeah, on in this episode? arm doesn't fly through the air as a fist, does it? it just, <laughs> it's just an arm. That would be like the Iron Giant. <laughs> it's all button. Damn so it. So he, he literally relies on people to put him back together. You have to put it back together. Bit like Humpty Dumpty. No, no one can put him back together. That's true. He doesn't wake up when they put him back together. So Harana then goes to kiss him because she's like, this will wake him up. Yuki stops her and is like, no, 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 no. If anyone's going to kiss him, it's got to be the one who's going to marry him. And then Seraphim turns around and goes, don't worry, I have this antidote um, from the vampire ninja village. This will work. And she feeds it to him. And then you get a puff of green smoke come out of his mouth. And she's like, oh, this is poison. <laughs> yes, the antidote to death. <laughs> It's poison. It's poison. So Aimu won't wake up at this point. Then you see inside kind of his dreams as such. So he he sees everyone in his head and they're all belittling him. They're all having a go at him, telling him how oh, telling him how useless he is. Head teacher turns up at the house and she says, Harano, I can make it so that you can go into his dream and try and wake him up from his dream. And so she goes in. She turns up in his dream. She kicks the shit out of the fake Haranas inside his head. And she says to him, everybody needs you, especially me. Because he thinks that because you pulled away from him, nobody, he's got nothing yeah. to live for anymore. He's got no reason to be anymore. 
And Harner is like, no, everybody needs you and I need you. And it's like, there must be a reason why she didn't as well, isn't there? Yeah. And it works. She comes out and slowly but surely he wakes up. Then you get the storm that's forming in the sky after he's woken up. And it's all centred around the Tokyo Tower. Yeah. It's all centred around Tokyo Tower. And they talk about the fact that the king of, no- the king of the night is going to destroy the city. He's summoning all the megalos to one spot to destroy the city. Either he gets his wish or the city falls. Fair. If I was in his position, I'd had enough. I'd go that far. No. Yeah, I'm, I'd go I'm that not... far if I'd had enough. Give me immortality. Eventually, you're going to want that off, though, I think. I'm in. I'm kind of drinking the Kool-Aid with him as well. I'm not... mm. No, I said, I'd, I said I'd be happy with immortality if I could turn it off and on again whenever I felt like. Turn it off and on again. Yeah. He wants we're, we're... to go into an eternal no, no, slumber. No, no. You know the whole genie three wishes thing, right? Yeah. What's your three wishes from a genie? Um... You've really you've thrown me, Sheenie. I've never really thought. I and obviously, wish for world peace. You can't. No, you can't. Uh, <laughs> all right, there's some geniality over here. The staple is you can't wish for anyone to be yeah, dead. Yeah. You can't wish for more wishes. You can't wish wish oh. for more genies. Anything stupid like that. Wait, you can't wish for immortality. No, you can't. I didn't oh, say that. No, I said you, said you said can't that. wish for more wishes. Can't wish for more wishes. You only can't get your, wish people you only dead. Get three. Can't wish people alive. You can't wish. Uh, yeah, and you can't wish people to fall and in love with you. Time travel. Wait, you can't time travel. Fuck time travel. What, well, are you, what, what, what are you wishing for? I was, uh, you thrown me because I really was going to wish for a time three. machine. Go on. Immortality. Yep. Invulnerability. But with my immortality, I'd ask that it can be switched on and off, right? Simple. Per- there is a, the reason behind this. Invulnerability so that I can never get sick or hurt. And then the last one would be the ability to shapeshift, right? Now, the whole immortality switched on and off thing, right, is because if you were to find somebody or anything like that, or want to live a normal life, you can, and you can switch it off. Right. And then right at the point, just before death, or anything like that, so you're still invulnerable, that's still that's always there, but you age. Just to the point before you get too old, you can then turn it back on, the immortality, and then shapeshift into a younger form again. So you can live a normal life whenever you, you feel like. You just want like. to be the bicentennial man. It yeah, does, doesn't it? Well, For Robin Williams' movie. No, because yeah. no, he turns into a human and dies, doesn't he? But yeah, that's my, the point. My, my point is, you can then reset. Just make me a vampire. Is that all you want? I give me, want to a, give me enough. Give me enough funding so I don't need to work. Right. Make me a fucking. You want lots of money and a vampire? Yes, please. I don't want a pet vampire. What? A <laughs> pet vampire. <laughs> third, third wish that you can go out in the sunlight, maybe. Nah, cure world hunger. I don't give a shit. Oh, what? Okay. The, yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> cure world hunger. You heard it here. You heard it right here. I want lots oh. of fat kids that I can feed upon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Give me those plumpy tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Would you not want to maybe have the ability to not turn people? or No, I'd turn people. Okay. There are rules to this. You don't just bite people and they turn. No, isn't it? you got this you got to bite people, thing, isn't it? suck them to the dry, to the end of almost the last drop. I and thought then it was a saliva f- thing. No, then you feed them with your blood. Oh, there you go. That's, there you go. Because they have to drink the blood of a vampire. Drain them to nearly fed. empty and then... Feed them. Feed them your blood. And we then they turn. We still are on about them in vampirism, aren't we? Yes. Yes. All right, fair enough. That's the Anne Rice rules. I don't know how it works in other... I mean, I don't think that's the Buffy rules, but the Anne Rice, Anne Rice rules seem to work. Okay. Um, I'd like to stay young, I guess. So immortality. Yeah. Vampire, like, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take, like, this. Immortality. And Jim's like, this. 
Perfect for right here. <laughs> the Adonis. <laughs> 17 stone of pure mass. So we're going for immortality. 14. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah immortality. Got yeah. you. I always want to do the fucking million Wealth. dollars and a dragon. Sort of thing. Million <laughs> I want a million dollars and a dragon. No, no, no. Mine will be money. You want to be rich? What, an unlimited supply? No, no, not unlimited. Like a Bill I'm, I'm, not, I'm not greedy. I'm not greedy. I don't want Bill Gates amount. That's too much. People then start expecting you to do things <laughs> with that wealth. <laughs> so what do you want? I ain't, I ain't got Jeff Bezos level of like... J.K. Rowling sort of rich. What, 100 mil? Would that do you? You don't have to worry about work and shit. Let's go with Bill. Let's go with a cool Bill. One billion. You want to be a billion. Billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to be bald and have a... So, at the minute, he's very... Lair. He's very rich and he lives forever. <laughs> yeah. Not like forever, forever. I just want to stay young. Well, but you I want age to be slowly. young until the Sorry, point that you so die? A slow age. So, Aging you're just... Process. By how much? It's 200 years. I'll take 200 years. You want to be an elf? So you yeah. Just, you, you just want to... Elf no, me up, no, baby. elves live to like 600. Uh, no, yeah. actually, no. Elves. I'm all right. Right. So Make you, me an elf. You want 600 I want years. To be like an elf. I'll take 600 so years. So the government are going to kidnap Jim and perform <laughs> tests on him because he's an immortal elf. Yeah. You don't know what Elon Musk is. <laughs> we do. <laughs> but no, I'll, I'll take I'll take a, a cool bill, become an elf, and I've got one more wish. you got one more wish. I'll save that. It I'll is. put he's, that no, in my back it. pocket. Oh, no, he hasn't. No, no, you said elf. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, got changed, one more wish. he changed it from immortality yeah, and staying young to just elf. Elf. Oh, fuck it. I'm a wizard. And Fuck it, I'll be a wizard. I'll, I'll take magical powers. What kind of magical Ooh, powers? Ooh, I've got different things. Wait, wait, I could wait. be a necromancer. Which universe cool. of wizard? Are we going Harry Potter or are we going Gandalf? We're going Gandalf. All right, so you want... Huge! Oh, imagine me, prick. like, 600 years old. Huge! ever establish what he can actually do? He can Gandalf. do whatever Any, he fucking wants. Gandalf is... His magical power is plot devices. Um... Apart from that, he's pretty fucking useless. I was going to say, you never really see him do tons. Yeah, but he can do whatever he wants. I mean, you make just No, we can do whatever can, the plot dictates he's needed. You can make some fancy fireworks, I suppose. <gasps> but that's about it. For my 176 birthday. Sent the OSO show. <laughs> I'm super. <laughs> well, there we go. That's the three wishes. Wizard. That's the Summoning Boys three wishes. Wizard, elf. Money. Billion dollars. Cool bill. A cool, bill. A cool bill. Yeah, but knowing Jim's luck, he's getting Bill Gates. <laughs> With shades on. With he's cool. <laughs> and a leather jacket. <laughs> it's the old Microsoft advert of him in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. See, whenever I think of that, all, all I think of is the Theresa May walk on to stage. <laughs> She's so, a weird-shaped woman, isn't she? Going back to is this <laughs> too tall, <laughs> too many legs, <laughs> too many legs. She's a tarala- tarantula. Can't be tra- <laughs> <laughs> very careful what you say. <laughs> okay, going back to is this a zombie? <laughs> a what? <laughs> a tarantula. <laughs> One more time, Jeff. Come on, I believe in you. Uh, no. <laughs> She's a spider. A tarantula. So, a tarantula. A trilantula. It's a spider that tries really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. That's me. The gang turn up at the 
at Tokyo Tower. Aimu and his gang. <laughs> so she said the gang turns up. Uh, I was like, shit, they got baseball bats. They're coming after him. <laughs> it, it cuts to the sky and a giant face <laughs> is falling from the sky. Anyone else go, show me what you've got. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Seraphim is told that if she plays the Stratovarius and it's got to be her because she's got the blood of you running through her, it will be a- she'll be able to close the gates of hell. So I'm afraid Ice T is the only one we've got left that can help you play this song. <laughs> So she plays a um, a lovely tune. Why do they look like sperm? They do. <laughs> they really Are we going to address this as They're a bunch? souls? Aren't yeah. They? yeah, I get that. But why do they look like sperm flying at a face? Because that is all we are at the end of the day. When <laughs> <laughs> all is said That's and done, Christianity summed up. <laughs> the Big Bang at the centre of the universe you is know what? just a sperm. Every sperm. Oh, fuck. Any more Monty Python a sperm is wasted. <laughs> God gets quite God irate. God gets quite irate. Because <laughs> I can wear one of those little rubber things. <laughs> when all is said and done and we go back to our roots, that is all we are. A sperm flying at the face. <laughs> <laughs> the big face in the sky. <laughs> are you okay? I don't want to be it's blessed. Just, just I don't the, want to be blessed the like earth that. shooting its load. <laughs> At the centre of the universe. <laughs> Come here, God sploosh. <laughs> <laughs> we are all good God's children. The Americans are like that. <laughs> what? They really won't. <laughs> What's up, Bible Belt? <laughs> What's up, Texas? <laughs> yeah, our biggest audience. How's it going? Exactly. Every spam. Religious sacred. talk. <laughs> With a summoning it's Christmas. It's the time of the year. That's not snow. It's the most wonderful time of the year. So the king of the night finally tells us why he wants to die. He tells the group that he's had enough of living forever. He's lived so long now and seen everything and done everything that there's nothing left for him anymore and he just wants it to end. Surely... There's always something to see. With the advancements in the so, world and technology, etc. That's blah, blah, the blah. bit that I would fucking love, is you would just watch technology go mental. Yes. You would. Oh, my God. I love the fact that I grew up on the Nintendo generation, like, at the end of the Amiga and the BBC and stuff. Do you but day- I am so pissed off that I'm not going to get to see future technology. Yeah. Do your days not get longer, I guess, though? If you lived forever, would it, would it not seem like... Yeah, your days would get longer after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Once you've done everything you wanted to do, you're then just sitting around so, waiting for the next thing, aren't you? I want to fucking bring it back. Vampire Chronicles address this, and vampires have families. Human families. They adopt. Adoption. Okay. So they raise children. No, no. Constantly. Do, do, that makes sense, as long as you're happy that somebody else knows your secret. And they're, they're never turned. They are raised and they die and, as humans. And, you know, and if they're going to... With an immortal And if parent. you're a vampire, technically you could just be like, I am Batman. I well, know you turn around turn and say bats. Yeah, they I, do. Vampires always turn vampire into bats. Vampire chronicles. They don't. I know I raised you, child, but if you speak of what I am, I will kill you. <laughs> the vampire Liam Neeson. <laughs> I won't find you. I will bleed you Timothy. dry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ow. a 
76. Crap, 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 crap. You're crap. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the teddy bear coming <laughs> up with him? <laughs> Why is his nose just <laughs> sniffing you? <laughs> So, uh, speak of the teddy bear so Sheenie just got cramp and uh, he is sat teddy on a teddy bear between his crotch. There's no cushion right now. <laughs> the teddy bear was the nearest thing. <laughs> the teddy bear up his butt cheeks. <laughs> that was right, Billy. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Teddy's like, thank God, oxygen, <laughs> fresh air. <laughs> Eventually, while playing the tune, Seraphim is overwhelmed with the amount of um, souls in the sky. Sperms, yeah. Uh, this is when Mistletane speaks to Harana. When this happened, I went, oh, what? Uh, yeah. What? what, what? Um, it communicates via... Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vrooms. It's fucking bum. I do, but no. Didn't Thierry Henri speak this language? <laughs> va, va, va. Uh, va, 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 <laughs> uh, It's French for va, va, va. <laughs> So... Basically, Mr. Tain has told Harana that she is able to transform with Ayamu together. Like, it's a joint thing. Cut to tons of, you know, the whales that we had in an earlier episode? There's lots more of them and they're flying around. <laughs> Why are these tuxedo wearing <laughs> whales? And then there? Seraphim gets some help. The sperm all whales. the vampire oh, ninjas in the village turn up as uh, maids. And they've all got Stratovarises and they all play the tune. <laughs> Sing the theme tune. <laughs> right, the, the theme, theme tune. <laughs> and Yuki's there with a triangle. How would you feel if all of the rest of them were playing fucking the and you got a tune fucking and triangle? Somebody turned and went. Ding. The, he, that's Jim. <laughs> it's Jim. That's Jim. You can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fuck this up. You only have to hit it once at the very end. <laughs> okay, just remember, very end gets it. Triangle solo. Right, take the fucking thing away from him. He can't, <laughs> he can't have nice things. Sorry, guys, I fucked it. Yuki's doing that, and Jim's like, "You brought me lunch. Lunch time, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I will play it if you get me ramen. If you get me ramen, you don't deserve noodles. He is a wet noodle. <laughs> well, that was a sip of some proper fucking venom as well. Did you see it? There was. He was like, you're a fucking noodle. <laughs> that was hidden in a joke. It was. But that came from the heart. <laughs> he literally got, like, got right behind it, put up his blooming notes, and then just went, you are a fucking noodle. So, they transform together. I'm Mu and Harana. Uh, they start powering up. They get super cute. <laughs> This is the point where Fran went turned over. She wasn't really watching. She turned over because she was laying down and went, if they get cuter, they get stronger? Yes. And I was like, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. That's and then the way this works. get very powerful. What? They fight. Uh, eventually, a hole is blown in the tower and Harana goes flying out of the hole and disappears. And that just leaves Ayamu and the King of the Night and you. Is it discussed that this girl can fly or has she just flew Harana out of that fly. tower? Yes. Can she? Uh, when she's transformed. Because I am who flies up and fights the whale when he's in magical garment. Oh yeah, he does. So, yeah. Does he fly or jump? Oh no, or is he? I given think it's a, like or a super is he jump. given a lift by Seraphim? I think it's. A I super think he's jump. given a lift. Mm. Yeah, no, she probably is. Because he does the same with the bomb. A he does a super She's jump. probably a smudge <laughs> on the pavement, really. Yeah. Yeah. So Imu and the King of the Night they start exchanging blows. Um, it goes from like. I mean, that's one way to end the apocalypse. Percentage. They, they keep raising the percentage of the attacks each time. Eventually, Aimu gets the better of the King of the Night, though, and starts just fucking beating him down. Uh, to the point where I believe he puts his fist through his face. He does. Cut to Seraphim. The tune is working. 
the face is retreating back into the sky uh, and all the souls are disappearing. King of the Night turns to Aimu and says, give it time. You will ask what I am asking eventually. And he asks again. He turns to you and says, let me die now. Enough's enough. And Aimu turns to the King of the Night and he says, you didn't have friends like I did. (laughs) I have immortal friends who are going to be with me forever. So I've got something you never had and that's why you want to die. And the King of the Night says, exactly, I have nothing anymore. So just let me go. I guess that is one of the problems with immortality, when you think about it. Yeah, You'll see every single one of your friends go. Or you turn them. If you're a vampire. If you're a vampire. Yeah, this is why I'm an elf. And and if you do become one, by all means. You know, I I would be quite At no point in my lifetime am I sucking on you. What? what? Why? (laughs) I want no. to be a vampire. He actually as well. looked no, genuinely no, offended. You'd be the on one that goes out into night and hunts for the sake of fucking. Yeah, hunting. you would. Uh, the, the, <laughs> he smirked. <laughs> there, was a, there was a fucking smirk. There was like a full smirk. on like. I yeah. always said if I was a soup like if I got superpowers, I wouldn't be a superhero. I would. No. You'd be a supervillain. Oh, 100%. 100% fucking percent. I am not being the good guy. We know that. We know. There's no fun in that. So, moving on. <laughs> so bear that in mind. <laughs> Before he dies, the King of the Night turns to you and says, I know it's selfish of me, but I have one last wish. In my next life, can I be a penguin? I love penguins. And he dies. That makes no sense, that bit. He does love penguins. Yeah, I know, but... Doesn't she turn the people she kills into plushies? That's why she collects them. Each one represents a person she's killed, right? I did not think that or know that. No, I don't think so. Are you sure? I think that's what she meant by penguin. Oh, I don't know. It's a bit weird for me. Aimu then turns around to you and they have an exchange where she's like, I'm, I'm a burden to you. And he says, you can talk that she's important. <laughs> no, she speaks for the first time and she turns around to Aimu and says, I will stay by your side. They hug. He hands her her wish from her tree back from the tree back. And it gets very, they get very close to kissing. And then her and her, Falls through the ceiling again. Uh, she's been on holiday around the world. Um, <laughs> she's got a Hawaiian shirt on and some trinkets. And the episode ends with them going back to the house and they start talking about what they're going to do next, which is go to a resort, um, a go swimming. Episode. Yeah, and Ayamu <laughs> turns around and goes, "Is that me? Next episode's a resort episode?" And it ends. And we go into episode twelve. Is this a which fourth is wall a, breaking? Um, which is a what? <laughs> episode twelve. Yeah. It's a fan service episode. It's a resort episode, yeah. It is, yeah. Had to be done. It's so it have been... to be done. There are two types done. of anime fans. Those <laughs> that had... need this episode and those that don't give a fuck. It had to be done in this anime. It, it had to be done. To... It didn't have to be done. Had to be done. Didn't have to be done. So the group go off to the resort. When they get there, it does the slow pan showing you all the girls in their bikinis. And Seraphim is particularly popular with the guys. You is in your bog standard anime fan schoolgirl swimsuit. The One Piece thing, blue thing. We like the One Piece, right? Ter- it's when I think when you've watched enough animes, you see it all the fucking time. It's kind of like... I'm not you, about It's animes. more of an eye roll. I like the One Piece. On the oh, page. just in general. I'm right. not like... Out of all the bikinis there are, I'm all about the One Piece swimsuit. Oh, okay. Each to their own, I guess. No. I don't... No. I, I have... I don't really mind either way, I don't think. And micros. We love micros. It's a micro. A micro bikini. What? A micro bikini. Do you mean like a little teeny tiny thing? No, a micro bikini is a very specific thing. 
I, it's, I, it's a very small bikini. Oh, well, hence micro. Yeah. It's not an itty bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. Okay. It's smaller than that. I didn't. I. I it's smaller than that. <laughs> you can tell which one of us takes more of an active interest in Swimwear. women's clothing. <laughs> I like spandex. It can't. It's close enough. Mm. It's close enough. It's not close I don't enough. kink shame you, you foot fucker. A foot fucker. <laughs> <laughs> in walks. Speaking of feet, (laughs) (laughs) in walks Yuki and the two friends that she normally travels with. Uh, She's also turned up at the resort. Strangely enough, she entered the same competition that Harana entered um, to win the tickets to the resort. The friend turns around to the group and says to the rest of the girls, "Come on, girls, let's go get wetter and play with some balls." Go on. I heard that yep. when I watched it and went, go on. <laughs> oh, we're, we're into this episode, yes. are we? So um, Ayamu is watching the girls play um, and there's a whole concert going on in the background at this point. With about seven what fans. What sort of fucking swimming ball is this? Yeah, there's so an entire fucking concert The size of the building changes and varies massively during this episode. So he sees this concert, goes over, turns out it's Saravati. She's become an idol. No, she always was, she apparently. Always was. She always was. And yeah, Orito's there. she's got to get with the times. And <laughs> apparently. Yes, because the vampire ninja village is dying out unless it takes this course. So it needs money, money, money. Yes. Seraphim sees Saravati on the stage and she gets angry about this and goes and confronts Saravati. To which she tells her, we, you know, we need to get with the times. Then Seraphim says, well, the only way I'm going to defeat you is if I, too, challenge you at your own game. I challenge you to a duel. And she pulls she, out a uh, glove, slaps <laughs> her face. And, said, and Seravati says, I tell you what, if you beat me in the idol charts, then I will concede to you and I will stop this. So Seraphim gets idled up. I'm about it. I, I like dresses. They compete. Seraphim's about to catch up to Saravati, who then has a wardrobe change. I say change, she loses more clothes. I'm about it. And uh, takes a massive lead in the idol charts. Seraphim follows suit, changes outfit. I'm about it. (laughs) This is when Harana turns up. Ruined it. She is in some sort of punk rocker outfit. Yeah. And uh, she starts going too far. And is, it looks like an idol threw up on Avril Lavigne. Yeah, and she starts singing this horrendously bad rock song. And there's a producer, pans to a producer of the show in the background. And and they're like, should we cut her off? Should we kick her off the stage, sir? And the producer goes, no, she has a lot of spunk. I can see it all over her face. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Seems to be a reoccurring theme throughout this entire anime. <laughs> The crowd are loving this whole, like, rock thing. Uh, they're getting really into it, even though it's horrendous. I think I've heard them booing, to be honest. I heard them booing, And yeah. you can see that you wants to get really in- get involved as well, uh, but she can't, because she can't talk. Imagine if she had. Head te- <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Head teacher turns up and, ter- and says to Ayamu, I happen to have a magical vacuum over there that will pass all of you's magical power into you so that you c- she can sing for a little while. Uh, because he's a zombie, the power won't kill him, basically. Totally how that works. A magical vacuum. Then you Maybe that's were... how the King of the Night got it, just sucked out of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I said this earlier, 
and you gave me looks. <laughs> I'm about it. <laughs> Sheen is all about sucking magical powers out of people. If that's the way you got to do it. <laughs> it's I wonder how you got those promotions. <laughs> he sucked his way to the top. And so you turns up and steals the show. She starts to perform and I really fucking liked the song. Yeah, I did. Really liked the song. I don't remember any of them. She's only singing for a little while before Aimu starts... Well, no, Aimu turns around and goes, oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? And then becomes in pain because he realises that he can't talk because he has the same powers as you now and he feels pa- uh, pain when he talks. But then the power starts leaving him very quickly and going back into you and eventually she stops singing because she can't sing anymore. Harana turns up behind her, they hold hands and she gifts some of her magical power to you so that she can sing. And they do it. I don't know why Harana had to join in. Mm. Uh, there's also a blimp that flies past in the background, so the the, the sizing of this resort has increased again. That's what I said. Like now, now <laughs> has a blimp flying around inside it. <laughs> and Arty Pie standing in the sky. <laughs> well, Trent is a little bit busy down here. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could think of when that happened. Ayamu at this point turns around and says that, oh, doesn't you look lovely? Oh, I wish all the girls looked as... Oh, no, he turns and looks at Seraphim and says, oh, I wish all the girls looked as hot as Seraphim did. To be fair, he's and got a point. because he still has some of you's power in him, his words have magical power to them, and all the girls get stripped of their normal bikinis and are given the little teeny tiny bikinis. Every single one of them. Little string bikinis. I'm about it. And it ends with Aimu back at school. He passes a girl on his way out on the stairs who stops and turns and looks at him. Clearly a setup for the second season. Mm-hmm. And it ends with him getting home and they're all sitting around the table like they were before having dinner. That's the end of the show, uh, but there is an OVA. Yay. So we'll go into the OVA. The OVA is basically split into three stories. Which I kind of liked. Uh, it's, a no- it's a different twist to what a normal OVA is. Um, there's three mini stories. because they did... Uh, the OVA that normally happens was episode 12. Should, yeah. we, should we summarize them quickly? Is yeah, summarize yeah, so we'll summarize really them. First, the first story is a festival, for, and uh, basically the, all the men in the festival, they're competing for a pussy ticket. I.e., um, the prize at the end is uh, a, whichever girl he wants, he can have for the day and have a date. No, it's a date, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. He can, the, the winner of the competition gets to go on a date with a girl while she's dressed up as a cat. So obviously, Iamu wants to win this. Who's not winning that? Everyone wants to win this. I Everyone want to wants win this. to win that. <laughs> so he, but you don't want Seraphim, wouldn't you? Or Saravati. Oh, you're fucking right. But it ends with Orito winning. But he celebrates by eating some of Seraphim's food. And nearly dies. And nearly dies and gets rushed off to hospital. So basically nobody wins at the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second story is based around, I believe, the secret recipe. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, so Seraphim uh, wanted to cook some sort of secret recipe from the vampire village. Uh, However, the recipe gets passed around and ends up in the hands of Harana and Yuki. And Seraphim wants to get it back. So she and Iomu and you storm the headquarters in spandex. Because they've got to be in unison. Yes. I think they comment on the spandex yeah, uniforms. they do. 
Uh, and as he's crossing over the, the best bit, as Ayamu's crossing over, the, he triggers the defence system of the facility and it fires <laughs> a big wooden spike up his ass. <laughs> Such a fucking good scene. I love that so moment. So funny. So I love that moment. Eventually they end up uh, they end up getting the recipe back and I think the story ends with uh, Seraphim cooking it and they all turn around and go, oh, it's not good. But then they all eat it and they say, but it's better than what you usually cook. Because she leaves the washing up liquid out or something. Yeah, well, she turns around and goes, "Oh, maybe I should have put, maybe I should have put that drain cleaner in it, yeah. or something like that." Yeah. And then the third story. Remind me of the third story. It's the game where they got to finish the nursery rhymes, and the best friend is just looking at panties. Uh, vampire girl starts That's staring right. at his bum, yes. and he wins it anyway. Saravati ends up getting a some sort of complex for Ayamu's ass. She loves his ass. And we find out that that best friend that they hinted at earlier in the show is in love with Aimu as well because he gave an umbrella to a puppy. Yep. That's essentially what it is. Yep. And they, yeah, they play a, a game of guess the end of the nursery rhyme and Orito spends the whole game staring at girls' panties. So we finished Is This a Zombie? <laughs> I'm glad we swiftly moved through that episode, to be fair. Um, what are you on about that? Did you not trip up on that <laughs> thick plot? <laughs> I, it's fine. It's, it's an OVA. Yeah, it? you expect that sort of thing. So uh, what's your final thoughts on Is This a Zombie? I enjoy it. it it's a it's one of those things that where you could just watch an episode and just be like, yeah, it's something that will keep your attention. I this is say. the scrubs of anime. Yeah. You don't need to be invested. Yep. You're never going to be super invested. But yep. when you're watching it, you're having a good time. Yep. And, it, and I think we said it before in the last episode, it's not one of those that you to be fair, look away from. No. You do watch it. And he has a, the main characters have a lot in common with each other. They were bumbling fucking idiots <laughs> stumble away through their profession. I was more than happy with the voice acting in it. Yeah, no complaints. Absolutely no complaints. Yeah. No complaints. It's it's odd because it's one of those shows where you're like, look, it's not a fucking amazing show. It didn't make me feel loads of emotions or anything like that. But I can't fault it. Yeah, it is literally I, one I of those. I can't like, change eh. the plot. That, I can't make with, it better. With shows like this, you, you're not supposed to. Aren't no, you? Kind because of, you, they're because built they're stupid simple. from the ground up. They're simple, very simple, like Shimonita. Yeah, they're just built stupid from the ground up. Yeah, but Shimonita was actually really funny. Yeah, and, uh, I, know, I, know, better than this. I know that James kept going on about the plot of Shimonita. Yeah, um, during Shimonita, thick gooey yeah, plot. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's so simple that you just can't do anything with it. Yeah, it is pretty much that. It's it's just a really good show and it and I would recommend somebody to watch it. Oh yeah, watch it, hundred percent. You know, um, once I've, once you've recommended all those sort of A list shows and you know, this top... is one that you put on the back burner. Yeah, absolutely. you don't ignore it. You don't go out your way to watch it. Got a spare half an hour, put a, put an episode on. Absolutely, that's what this show is. It's not more to say on it, really. No, not really. No. Oh, any fixes? No, no, no. I mean, even when I was saying about the main evil guy, I was happy with guy, his plot. Yeah, I was, I was happy saying, with it. Yeah. It's, it's not one long. of those where it's like gonna annoy you if you sit there and like, well, there's not there's not a lot of plot to that either. Again, so it's, but the show's it's, not there for that. Yeah, it? no, his his story is simple and easy to follow. Yeah, and he's that's had enough I mean. of life, and now he's having to go through bad means to get what he wants. And you wouldn't change it. No, it's just I I, I like to have a bit of a plot in my stories half the time uh, i one. don't mind it's like not the, it's not the show i don't mind that. watching animes like this where it's just you're there 
to watch those episodes and you it's just silly, get lost and in it them. And it's silly. just enough innuendos in it to make you giggle, <laughs> yeah, but not does. too much to make you go, for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's, it's not one of those where you have to turn it off when your parents are coming into the room because they'll go, what the fuck are you watching? I oh, know some some of the scenes in yeah, it are a little say. bit touch and go, but uh, I mean, <laughs> all scenes in this for Jim are touch and go. <laughs> uh, that's next week. <laughs> oh no, not next week. Next week's Pokemon. Next week's Pokemon. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> that Lugia though. <laughs> so let's go into our final ratings. Mine's about a six. It's 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 above a five. Purely because, yes, it's entertaining, but it's not amazing. It's not an amazing anime to watch. I've got not really a lot to say about it, to uh-huh. be fair. Five and a half. Five and a half. Same reasons. Yeah. Uh, one of the first ones I watched, I, like I said, I can't fix much about it, and I just enjoy it. So uh, it's a seven from me. Ooh. So that gives, is this a zombie get? Ugh, I fucked that up. You fucked that up royally. Go again. Beep. So, is this a zombie gets a summoning boys 6.1 out of 10? And on that note, it's time for us to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time where we will be reviewing the movie Pokemon 2000, The Power of One. We're going back to Pokemon. Yeah, we are. If you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at How Not to Summon or join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast. I've been Sheenie Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. Have a very Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. And Happy Hanukkah, if it's the <laughs> answer. What? <laughs> <laughs> Every sperm is sacred. Every sperm is great. If a sperm is wasted... God gets quite irate. Still better than fucking Jingle Bells. (laughs) Merry Christmas, you filthy Filthy animals. animals.